save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help you ease your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's ruined. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ruined. This is Hallie. And this is Allison. And this is a podcast where we ruin a horror movie for you. Sometimes I forget to bring that up, and I just assume you know why you're here. You know what? You found your way here. You opted in. But that's what we're doing, and we're happy to do it. So, um, We are kicking off for the um, the month of Halloween-tober. We are kicking off. We are doing a yes. month of witches. We thought, witches. you know, it's good to focus on, much like interior design, it's good to focus on something, on a theme, and sort of explore it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our theme is spooky witches, you know, the occult. Yeah, the original girl bosses. Exactly. Girl bo- <laughs> bossing too close to the sun, too close to the devil. <laughs> do you want to have a baby or do you want to eat one? You know what I mean? That's yeah, the difference between that's... Um, success and um, a normal life. Yes. Um, so we are, uh, we've been kicking things off with a uh, listener question. So we will listen, read another one right now. <laughs> I'll listen to myself read one right now. And yeah. this is from Katie F. <laughs> and it, she, her email says, before I ask my question, I have to tell you that I've recently started listening again from the beginning. Oh, thank you. And hearing oh, Allison's slow and begrudging acceptance of Keep It Spooky has been my favorite part. I got, <laughs> I got her. Yeah. You really forced me into this life and then, <laughs> of saying Keep It Spooky. And then my question for you is, is there a final girl, guy, character that you don't think deserve to survive? Which is a great question. I love this question. Now, um, what, yeah, well, you, had, you had a thought right off the bat. What, what do you I think? Had, I have a thought. I think, um, and I don't know if this person qualifies as a final girl necessarily, um, but in urban legend, the character whose name mm-hmm. I'm forgetting, but the one who was behind all of it, Rebe- was it Rebecca Gayhart? Is that yes. who was playing her? Yes. Like, she... Physically, should not have survived all of the things. Like she was like shot and then kicked out a window and then like a car accident and then she was like on landed on a boat off of a bridge or something insane. But like she just shouldn't have survived. And then also because she was the villain, it felt unfair that she survived. So like I think her. Well, I would argue that she's not a final girl because she is the villain. Yeah. But I think that your points all stand. And. she did survive in a way that she should not have. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, in terms of a final girl, I'm going to say um, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character, Julie James, who I know you did last summer. Mm. I Listen, yes, did she protest? You know, did she say, we can't do this? Yes, but she also did happily go along with— Go along. Or not so happily, yeah. but she did go along with the plan. And the worst right. thing that happened to her was— Somebody put a bunch of crabs and a dead body in her trunk. It's like, oh, oh, there's a bunch of crabs yeah. in your trunk. I think she had, there was like, there's no reason for her to be the final girl other than we all love Jennifer Love Hewitt versus the other yes. characters, you know? I agree. 
So I don't know if she, if no one deserves to be killed by a serial killer, but she certainly didn't deserve to live more than anybody else who formed that pact, including yes. Freddie Prince Jr. Maybe I'll say Freddie Prince Jr. from, I know what you did last summer. He's, he's the one, he's the final guy who didn't deserve to live. They both didn't deserve to live. They, yeah. they, they were equally as responsible. They also did the thing. And I guess that's why they had to then be haunted in, of course, the sequel. Um, I still yes. know what you did last summer, which we'll have to do. In oh, a, which we'll have point. to do. Yes, we'll but, have to do that maybe next summer. Um, but thank you so much for the question. Um, even though Allison misunderstood it, I we really appreciate anyone's, if we want to email us at ruinedattheradiopoint.com. And um, to kick things off for which week, yeah. we have a movie. I mean, um, we are doing a movie that was recommended by friend of the pod, Andrea B. Uh, and also on Twitter, Cryptic Fish. We are mm-hmm. doing The Witch. And I am... Not happy. <laughs> Stylized as the Vavitch, uh, to make it old-timey, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. This is such a good movie. I just rewatched it, and it really just holds up. It is by Robert Eggers, who also did The Lighthouse. This came out in 2015, and it is Anya Taylor-Joy's cinematic debut. And now, of course, oh, wow. she's on Queen's uh, Gambit. She's a huge star. And I like it because it brings us back. Like you could ha- you, you could have a witch in any era, but this brings us back to the eight, uh, the 1630s. These are Puritans. <sighs> this is you know. So the movie <sighs> is called formally the Witch: colon, A New England Fairy Tale. So these are when we think of a witch, these oh are the witches God. we're talking about. And oh we always like to God. have Allison watch the trailer and react to it. What are your thoughts about the witch trailer? I hated it. It was, Mm -hmm. it's so scary. Also, just, like, this time period is terrifying. Like, everything about it, even a non, like, horror movie set in this era is just, like, an unsettling experience to to watch. It's just, like, it's just a scary time. Um, I also did not like that it was a trailer that included a lot of the reviews and commentary on the movie, and those were as (laughs) scary as the events. It was just, like, you know, one of the reviews being, like, the most genuinely unnerving thing I've ever seen. I was like, oh my God. So good. So exciting. Ugh. Um, I would say that is also how I would, would describe the movie. Genuinely unnerving. Wow. I mean, that's how the trailer felt, so. Um, and then, uh, I, I guess this is, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, but I will say, mm-hmm. we always like to take a baseline scary. How scary, Allison, do you find the concept of witches? I mean, not as scary as other things. hmm you know, I love a female, you know, a strong female lead. Um, but also, I always think of, like, The Simpsons. There's a the Treehouse of Horror. The, there is one with, like, Marge and Patty and Selma oh, are yes, witches. Yeah. And it's like, the, it's, it, it's like, a, it's Salem. Uh, and then they end up being nice and just being like, oh, we'll just take candy instead of eating your children. But, like, it's a very funny, like, and I'm like, oh, I love those characters. So, like, to me, like, witches are good. <laughs> yeah, and it's like hocus pocus. Like, there's a lot of, like, witches yes. who are, maybe they're evil, but they're so lovable in a lot of yeah. ways. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, another, that's her name, right? And I'm not just mentioning yes. Sabrina, our producer, <laughs> because Absolutely, I'm yeah, You name. just invented a show for her to star in. <laughs> um, and Bewitched. I mean, it's like there are lots of, like, lovable good witches in our culture. And so I'm not as afraid of them as I am some other uh, themes that have come up in these movies. But that doesn't mean that this isn't going to be the scariest hour of my life. So um, Our producer says that she was named after Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Some people are named after their grandmothers, but, you know, I think yeah. that's that's just as good. And your yeah. grandmother probably wasn't a witch, so I feel like this is a better tie-in. Yes, yes. 
Yes. And it, I feel like witches, um, this movie sort of focuses on the origin of, or like why people were concerned with witches. And that's sort of like mm-hmm. practicing occult magic, pra- practicing naturalistic religions, straying yes. from the assigned Christian doctrine yes. in yes. any way, especially as a woman. And sort of that, the outcome of that, should you decide because, mm-hmm. of course, if you're not a Christian, you're, of course, worshiping the devil. That's the one thing we know. Right. It's either strict yeah. Puritan Christianity game. in a very narrow sense, or it is the devil. And the devil might be the woods. The devil might be some other religion. But it's the devil nonetheless. Yeah. But there could be some benefits to worshiping the devil, as we might see in this film. Allison, oh would you like to guess the twist in The Witch? the twist. Ugh, I mean, like, I is the witch a goat? <laughs> like, I know there's goats. And is the witch <laughs> a goat? Okay. No. I'll tell you right now, no. Okay. But that's good to know. You're not that but the goats are a thing. The goats off. are in play. There's goats in play. Yes, they're the star. We're gonna meet the star of the movie in just a minute. It is a goat. He is fabulous. <laughs> And so I understand why you might think that from the trailer, but no, trailer. I can reassure you okay. the ghosts, the goats are not witches. The witches are not goats, okay. but the goats are in play. The goats are there. Yeah. The goats have their own designs, Allison. Oh no. I know. You hate to, again, you hate to see it. There's a lot of shots in this movie where Ugh. I thought to myself, boy, you hate to see this. Oh, I am stressed out. Great. But it's a great twist. It's a great guess. So let oh, us I'm begin. A, okay. I'm excited for the twist. By ruining the witch, we open on William and his family. They're on trial um, by their plantation town of Puritans. And basically, William has sort of dissented from the church. He's still a strong Christian, but they don't even get into, like, what he's doing that is unacceptable. But they're like, you have to go abide by our incredibly rigid, restrictive Christian, you know, mm, whatever our, yeah. I don't even know what the Puritans believed in. I'm going to be absolutely honest. And mm. and William says, which I do think is a fair point, is like, isn't the entire point of us coming over here is that we could like practice our religion as we see yes. fit? So yes. you can't be telling me that I can't be doing it. And they said, that's a great point, William. Here's an idea. How about unless you want to worship in the way that we tell you, you could get the fuck out of the, out of town. You could, we're, you're yeah. going to be exiled. And William, because, of course, as we know from horror, the sin of pride, the sin of hubris, overweening pride, mm-hmm. William says, well, fine, I'm going to take my family. We're going to go live outside the, play, the the village, which you can't do. This is the no. 1630s. You need other people to survive. Right. You're not like, we're going to go to the suburbs. Like, no, now you're just in the wilderness. Yes. And um, also, I looked out, the Puritans were English Protestants, who sought to purify the Church of England of Roman Catholic practices. So I don't know if he was being too Roman Catholic or he was going really far afield, but he was doing something the Puritans didn't care for. Yes. But but William's like, well, fuck you guys, I'm out. And he takes his uh, wife, Catherine, their daughter, Thomason, and a Taylor Joy, who's like a teenager. Okay. Their son, Caleb, who I think is like 11, 12. Their twins, Mercy and Jonas, who I'm going to say are six. And uh, they basically find a plot of land out near the woods and they start building a a home for themselves and they get a lot done. Like they build an actual house. They build like a shed for the goats. They have like a separate like workhouse. I think they like store corn in. Mm-hmm. And so they're, I don't know exactly how long they're there, but they're long enough that Catherine has had another baby, Samuel. 
And <sighs> so we got five kids and the parents. Ha- I mean, like, having a child in the 1630s is its own horror movie. Exactly. Right. So she I had to can't even birth. begin. Yeah. No. And no. so um, we see Thomason. She's praying. They all pray every day. They're like, I'm a sinner. I apologize. Like, I deserve, all, I deserve, I know I deserve shame and everlasting hellfire, but I beg you, forgive me. That's the kind of Christianity we're going for. It's like, everyone is a sinner. You are born a sinner and you have to pray yes. every day and beg God to please forgive you of your sins. Oh, God. Even if your sins are just being a teenage girl in 1630, which people do not like in this movie. Yeah, well, that is a sin. Um, the one nice thing is, like, they are able to still trade with the village. So they have, like, corn okay. and stuff. So, and then, like, trappers come through. There's, like, families they know. So while they are isolated, if they're not able to really, like, be a part of the village, they do have some trade with them. And thank okay. God, because things are not going great. They have a corn, and I a lot of the imagine. corn has, like, blight, you know, so it's kind of a race oh, against... Yeah, you know, blight. You know that corn blight. You hate when the <laughs> we corn gets blight. We all know that corn blight. <laughs> Don't we hate it, folks? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like going to go to a Trump impression. But Thomason, because, you know, she's the oldest daughter, she's sort of in charge of playing with Samuel, and she has him out in a field, and they're playing peekaboo, and mm-hmm. Samuel's laughing. In the time mm-hmm. that she has put her hands over her eyes and then pulled them away, he has been <sighs> snatched. Mm-hmm. Samuel is gone. And she hears something scurry into the woods. No. Scurrying? Scurrying. Oh. And then we see a human figure in a long hooded cloak holding no. the baby and running through the woods. <gasps> no. Unfortunately, Allison, mm. the next thing we see is a naked woman no. standing over the baby, Samuel, and lowering a knife towards his stomach. Cut to— I mean— Oh, you think that's okay. bad? Get ready for this image. Cut to that same woman, totally nude, so we're seeing it from behind— She's standing, and she's using, like, a broom handle in a mortar and pestle, crushing something. Spoiler alert, it's Samuel. And the rhythmic sound of, like, her crushing becomes part of the soundtrack. So you keep hearing this, like, thud, 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 horrifying. I, like, don't even know what to say. I'm I'm so upset. (laughs) Well, if you're upset now, get ready for this image. We see the same woman standing in the firelight, rubbing the blood and gore onto her body and onto her broomstick. And then she's, like, lying in the moon, like, covered in blood. She's like an old, you know, an older crone. I hate this. I hate this. Cut to, we're back at the family home. They all know that Samuel's gone. Catherine is sobbing. She's been up, like, it's basically been a week since then. So, like, she has not slept. She is so distraught, understandably. Are they aware of the existence of the witch? Uh, no, they are the, aware of the concept okay. of witches, and they believe in witchcraft. Okay. They do not know that the witch is there. They have not seen the witch. Okay, so it's not like when this happened, they're all like, we know what's exactly. going on. Like, they, okay, they're, the closest thing they come to is they think that it was probably a wolf. A wolf snatched Samuel. Even though Thomason said, I didn't see a wolf. Like, I don't. But now right. it has thrown off the whole um, dynamic of the ha- of the house because Catherine well, yeah. basically now hates Thomason. Like, yes. she's... She's really going to try. Like, I feel like she's doing her best as, like, a Puritan woman to be, like, open mm-hmm. and, like, work through it. Yes. But her baby's gone. She's Thomason was her. the one yeah. watching her, watching him. Right. So she is just, you know, but she's grieving and, you know. And in the morning, Caleb wakes up and he immediately stares down Thomason's shirt. And he's, like, you know, okay. entering puberty. So it's sort of like yeah. he's starting to, like, ogle his sister which is unsettling. Oh, but also, like, this is what happens when you, you can't raise your family alone. Right. You gotta have other right. 
kids around. Other, there other have to teenagers. be non-family people. Exactly. That they can interact with. Yeah. So he is sort of clearly like looking at his sister as like, you know, as she's going through puberty and like, I don't, I don't know exactly how to say it, but it's like, it's both innocent and like natural and also like extremely unnerving that it's your sister. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's both gross and also like, yeah, well, this is why we don't live alone with your immediate family members in the woods your whole life. You know what I mean? Right. So he goes down to start his chores and he finds his dad. His dad's also outside. He's clearly mourning. And his dad said, we've been looking for a week. We can't le- keep looking for Samuel. If it it's been so long. Even if the wolves didn't get him, then he would have starved out there. Like he's he's yeah, dead. Yeah, it's a way. baby. Yeah, exactly. So. And William reveals to Caleb like our harvest is not going to last the winter. So what we're going to do is we're going to have to go into the forest and catch food and sell the pelts. Like that's the only way we're going to you know get through this. Okay. We see an ear of corn is all malformed. Caleb agrees, but he's okay. afraid. And basically, we find out Catherine. And, and William, to a lesser extent, but mostly Catherine, has forbade the children from entering the woods. She feels like the woods is like an ungodly part. Like, they're fine where they are, but to go into the woods is to step out of God's light, essentially. She is not wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And this might be a metaphor, but it's one of those things where, like, you hear, like, fairy tales or, like, you know, whatever, creatures, and it's like, well— you know, like, oh, if you go to the woods, you're going to be eaten by a, a wolf or whatever. It's like, that was Bear, trying yeah. to tell children a story. And the story is, if you go to the woods, you will be, something could happen to you. So it's like, yes. she's not it is wrong. dangerous. Yeah. Yes. So, so Thomas and Eve drop out of her mother's praying. And, and you know, and uh, Thomason's also devastated, but like nobody, again, it's the 1600s. Nobody's talking about their feelings, you know. No, 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 no. And they're not going to be like, oh, wow, you also have experienced some trauma yes. by being the one who was there when he disappeared. Like, everybody's just like, it's your fault, and also we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, so William takes Caleb into the woods to check these, so they have metal traps. So they they are like mm-hmm. uh, bear, bear traps, like little bear traps to catch, like, rabbits and stuff. And so they go out, and you know, William is drilling Caleb on, like, scripture and, and you know, and Caleb starts to freak out, and he's like, was Samuel a sinner too? Because, you know, part of this is believing, like, humans are born with an yes. innate sin, which is, like, why you get baptized. And William's yeah. like, well, we are all born sinners. And Caleb's like, well, what could he have done? Like, he was a baby. Like, he didn't he's couldn't have done anything. And so he's Can't like, what talk. if— And he says, what if he ends up in hell? And we find this out later, but what's being intimated here is, like, they're out in the wilderness. They're, they've been cast out of the church. Samuel's not baptized. So, and again, I don't know how—you uh, don't have the concept of baptism in Judaism, right? No. So basically, at least in the Catholic Church, is like you were born with, quote-unquote, original sin. And in right. order to become purified of that, you have to be baptized and welcomed into the church. This is obviously, okay. in retrospect, a way of controlling people and manipulating yep. their fears about their mm-hmm. child's survival. And also, like, yes. getting people to join the group to survive yes. as yes. opposed to being like, we're yes. going to just go out. Like, example, this exact, you know, exact situation. Yeah, this family is, yeah. Yeah. If you were so afraid of your child going to hell, you would get them baptized. So you would be part of the church. You'd be part of the village. You know, you would have stayed. And so Caleb's like, if what you've been teaching me is true, then he is going to hell because he we we never got him baptized. Like the rest of us have been baptized because the rest of them, I think, were, have been were born in England. The older mm-hmm. two children were born in England. The two children, I think, were the Mercy and Jonas were born in the village because they don't have an accent. And then the baby was born on the farm. And so William's right. like, hey, hey, hey. No one knows who's going to go to hell. Like every time William tries to calm anyone down, he's like, "Listen, I can't. I might go to hell. You might go to hell." Yeah, it's like we that is know. not helping. 
Yeah, and it's like, okay. And so the William also reveals, you know, once Caleb is like, where did you get the these metal traps from? Like, where did we get the money? Uh, the the yeah. corn is bunk. And William reveals that he traded um, Catherine's silver cup, which is like an heirloom from her family, for the traps. But he's like, don't tell her because Samuel just got disappeared. So let's wait a little yeah, bit to tell your mom about on. the cup. So he's just hoping yeah. Catherine doesn't notice the silver cup is even gone. I mean, there's pro- they probably don't have a lot of stuff. It's going to be very obvious. Well, yeah, I'm like, she has one cup. She has one yeah, it's thing. Yeah, like one you of the she ten look things at she owns. Exactly. Yeah, but- she's going to figure it out. Especially yeah. if she's like, oh, my son disappeared. I want to hold my silver cup. That's what I'd be doing. I mean, that's what I would do. I would if Once the baby's gone, it's cup time. Yeah, cup time. That cup's my baby now. <laughs> um, just when their dog Fowler <laughs> spots a rabbit, and they rush to shoot it, but the gun backfires and hits William in the face, which is, like, okay. humiliating and painful. And then finally we meet yes. the real star of this film, Black Philip, who is a beautiful black goat with, like, beautiful horns, and he is... Uh, kind of the pet or plaything of Mercy and Jonas, the twins. And they're chasing okay. him around, and they sing the song, and says, Black Philip, Black Philip, Black his head! Basically, Black Philip is the queen of the, is the king of the goats. And, like, this is, you know, okay. they did, they, maybe they lured to the village, but they, like, play with him. And they also say that Black Philip talks to them. You never hear that. But they'd okay. say, like, Black Philip told me, you know, about Samuel going missing. You know, like, they're getting gossip um, from Black Philip. Yeah, and well, goats, goats feel kind of gossipy. Yeah, and, and there is a long tradition of, like, the goat as, like, the avatar of Satan, as, like, an evil yes. animal. They've got the horizontal, um, good and plenty-shaped pupil that's very upsetting. And as uh, William, uh, William and Caleb arrive back, and their traps, they got nothing. The traps have been plucked yeah. free, and then they didn't catch any animals. William no. Caleb comes back just in time to try to get Black Philip back into his pen. And William rushes to get the goat because he's escaped his little pen. And he falls in the mud. And then Mercy and Jonas laugh at William. And Mercy and Jonas, this whole movie, you're like, if any of the kids had to be disappeared, it should have been you too. They're so yeah, they obnoxious. They're out of no control. Good. Yeah. And Thomason's always getting in trouble because she's, like, in charge of the younger kids. So, like, yes. people are always like, why can't you get them in, you know, like, why can't you control them? She's like, I don't know. Like, I, Yeah, they're twin boy. They're boys, right? Both um, boys. It's a boy and a girl, so Mercy and, and Jonas. But, yeah, but they're like, just, twins like, are already so chaotic. Yeah. And evil, you know, I'm just going to yeah. say it. Um, so, Catherine runs out, and she's pissed, and she's like, why didn't you tell me, like, where did you go? Why didn't you tell me you were leaving? Am I, you know, you know our baby just left, so then when you guys are gone, I'm like, okay, great, so two of them yeah. are gone. I, we're all going to die out here. And yes. Caleb lies because Catherine is so against going into the woods at all. Caleb mm-hmm. lies and says that they were, oh, we were in the valley looking for apples. I thought we saw, I saw an apple tree, but I guess I was wrong. And so they already, this is like a secret within the family. It's like William and Caleb knows what's going on, but in order to calm Catherine down and not have her freak out, they're going to say they were looking for apples. Catherine sends Thomas into the creek to clean off William's muddy clothes from falling in the goat pen. And then okay. uh, William sends Caleb to the brook to go get water for Catherine. So they're down there. And also, uh, the only thing that William is really good at is busting up logs. And so he's just got a sheet tied around his waist, which I think has like a real Jesus look. And then he's just busting yeah. logs. So his comfort okay. zone is busting up logs for the fireplace. Look, so, everybody has their, you know, thing that they do to calm down. Some people meditate. Some people bust up logs. Yes. And it's probably a great workout. He looks great. Um, yeah. For, again, a uh, man in the uh, Colonial. 1630s. Yeah. 
So Thomason and Caleb are down there at the creek, and she's cleaning the clothes, and he's all, he now he's steering down her shirt again. Again, he's sort of like, you know, like has this attraction. I know, it's awful. He has this attraction towards her, but at least has the decency to know that he should be ashamed of it, not you to, know? And not to act on it. Yeah. And they sort of like laugh and like rough house with each other and have like a moment. And then until they hear something skittering in the underbrush. But it's just Mercy, mm. the most annoying twin. And she declares, I'm the witch of the woods. I, you know, oh, and no. I, I know who stole Samuel, and I think that it was you, Thomason. I think that you're a witch. That's what Black Philip told me. And Thomason, playing along with it, and <laughs> also— gossipy goat. Yeah. Thomason, like, to be mean, like, and, like, it, to me, this is such an older sister thing, but unfortunately, we live in a time before people, like, went to school and, like, knew how, like, logic works. And Thomason's yeah. like— I'll be the witch of the wood. Liar. Liar. I am. So I stole Sam, and I gave him to my master. And obviously, she's just being mean to, like, torment Mercy. But Mercy's yes. like, I knew it. And she runs back to the farm. And it's like, I knew it. She no. said she's a witch, you know. But also, Mercy said, I'm the witch of the witch. It's just like, they're clearly just right. playing. But again, this is why people go to school. This is why we have to, like, you have to learn now. You can't just Education's be like, oh, important. someone said they were a witch. I- I'm going to interpret that as literal fact. This is kind of what Twitter yes. is, I suppose. You can make a joke, but people read it as literal I, fact. Yeah, I, that is a... Great comparison. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Puritan Twitter, is uh, people joking they're a witch and people taking them seriously. <laughs> uh, that night, they're eating, they just have a big round of, like, flatbread, which did look good, but they, they have no other food. So they're all eating bread, and Catherine says, Thomason, what did you do with my silver cup? And Thomas is like, I, I, don't t- I didn't touch it. She's like, well, I know you took it. You're the only one who ever looks at that cup, which, of course, she did, because it's the only <laughs> nice thing they have. Probably everyone's trying yeah. to look at the cup. You know, yeah, like, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> there's no TV. Just you just gotta cup. look at the cup all night. Give me a break. <laughs> but w- William, it doesn't come out and be is not honest. So really, what William should do is like, I took the cup and sold it for the traps, which is not a bad thing. Like this family no. clearly needs the money and the food. So I'm yeah. like, just tell her. But Catherine has this like, whole thing with the woods. It's a tough. Like it's like yes, that's a that's a bummer of a thing to have had to have done and to have lied about. But like. Yeah. It's not like he was like, and I got it, you know, and then I got a, you know, a fork for me. Now I have a special fork and you don't have exactly. your cup anymore. Like, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, you did it for the good of the family. Exactly. And so I'm just like, just tell her. But Thomason says, no, I didn't take it. And Catherine says, oh, so did a wolf disappear that too? And it's like, oh, okay. So the truth's coming out. This is where it's coming from. Like, Catherine is just so, it's mad at her about Samuel, which, like, I get. I, you know, if I ever, if a witch ever takes my baby, we'll see how I react to it, you know? Yeah, it's true. Um, so as they get to bed, William, William was very nice, I think, for yeah. somebody, again, a man in the 1630s. I mean, he hasn't beaten his wife or children, which I think was probably much more accepted back then. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And so he tells her, like, I, you have to try to sleep, you know, like, you haven't slept in a week. And he's like, hey, you know, if you think about it, it's actually pretty amazing that we haven't lost any children until now. Like, most of them, we know, their children are dropping like flies. We had five kids. We only lost one. That's pretty good odds. That's pretty good for 1630. However, Catherine, because she is incredibly, she's in the throes of grief, is like, God has cursed our family for leaving the village. Like, we we were wrong to do it. This was your pride. And almost, William almost tells her about the cup. But Catherine's going wide with it. And he's like, I-, I begged you to take him back so we could baptize Samuel. And now our son is in hell. Okay. And also Thomason is becoming a woman. So we need to get her to go work as a servant for another family. Or we're all going to die out here. And then she says the line. She's talking about the, the crop. And she says, our corn is trash. Which I thought was a great <laughs> line. 
And basically, she's like, we're going to start. We need to figure this out. Like, and so she's like, no. Court is trash. Yeah. So it's like, let's just go back. She's like, let's just go back. I can't yeah. be out here, you know? Right. Of course, the kids are in the one other room they have and upstairs. It's two stories, which right. is pretty nice, I think. So the I kids mean, upstairs, two stories. Yeah. How would they even engineer that? I don't know. That's a watching like, so they built this from the ground up. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. I got some questions. So um, the kids are up in the, they all go to sleep in the attic, and they are listening to all of this, you know, and feeling awful. And William tells mm-hmm. Catherine, okay, I will take Thomason up to the village, and she can work for the Tildrens or the Whitings, which I assume are, like, those probably the rich families that they know are, like, hiring mm-hmm. servants. They're, like, they're good people. She can work for them. Which, honestly, if I'm Thomason, I'm leaping at. You know, I'm like, I, I, yeah. I want to get out of here, you know. In the early morning, Thomason finds Caleb is taking the horse out, and she's like, oh, great. So now you're going to run away with the horse, like, and leave us here? And he says, no. Like, if you stay quiet, you won't have to go work for the Tildens or anyone. I just need the horse for a few hours. He's going to go check the traps and hopefully bring back. He's trying to be proactive, Something. you know? Yes. I mean, I like it. I, I support it. What could he do? Um, He's trying his best. Exactly. And so— uh so we, uh, so she says, if you don't let me go with you, I will wake up mom and dad right there, right now, and just tell them. And he's like, oh my god, fine. So they go out and uh, they take the horse. Luckily, the traps are full of rabbits and other animals. So not only could they eat them, they they could sell the pelts. Unfortunately, yes. suddenly the dog Fowler spots a rabbit and bolts, and it spooks the horse. So Caleb chases after Fowler and the rabbit, and the horse throws Thomas into the ground and bolts, knocking her unconscious. Allison, in this scenario, what would you do? What would you do? Am I unconscious? Um, yes. No. My Thomason? I think you're going to be, how about your Caleb in this moment? And the horse is gone. Yes. Do you go help your sister or do you follow the rabbit further into into the woods? I mean, I think because there's other, like, I've gotten enough other animals from the other traps, I would help my sister. Agreed. Like, it's not like this is the one rabbit and we have to go get it. Um, and also, the dog knows where you live. Like, I, if anything, I would trust the dog to come back. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't be really yeah, worried about totally. that. Yeah, totally. I would get the sister and get out of the woods and bring as much of that I could carry of, you know, all the rabbits and crap that was in the traps. I don't know what else you yeah. eat. But, um, and get back to not the woods. Get back to house. Agreed. Get back to house. All right, people, we all know the stakes of the 2024 election are high, whether it's keeping the Senate, taking back the House, or stopping Republicans at the state level. If you're ready to make a real difference, sign up for Vote Save America's 2024 volunteer program. And just to make it interesting, we're pitting you against each other. Vote Save America will sort you onto a team east or west, and you'll compete with a community of other volunteers to maximize your impact on the ground with opportunities tailored to you and the causes you care about. The team with the highest volunteering staff could secure the biggest prize of all, the continuation of American democracy. Head to votesaveamerica.com slash 2024 now and get ready to organize or else. This message has been paid for by Vote Save America. You can learn more at votesaveamerica.com and this ad has not been authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. So we see it's like later on in the evening, we see the family searching for Thomas and Caleb and we see Caleb has gotten turned around and he's like praying fervently to God. And he hears Fowler let out this yelp and he finds Fowler, the dog, disemboweled. So the dog has been killed. Thomas <sighs> wakes up. She's alone in the woods. The horse is gone. And she hears oh, her God. father calling. So she's able to run back and find her father. And her okay. father is very nice and like so happy to see her. Unfortunately, 
we're like, where the fuck is Caleb? So now the whole family's looking for Caleb. Oh and as Caleb goes further in the, into the woods, he sees a house built into the side of a hill with smoke coming out of its little, like, thatched roof. And out of the doorway no. steps, a beautiful woman in a bright red cloak and a black dress. And this the woman, she's not dressed like anybody else. Like, her titties are out. Right. Like, this is, like, the classic sexy witch, like, raven yes. hair, like, yes. gorgeous, like, you know, corset. And so this is because Caleb is, like, entering puberty and thinking about sex. Like, clearly this is the version of the witch he wants to meet. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So he goes to her and she kisses him, but then when she grabs the back of his head, her hand is like a gnarled ancient claw. <sighs> back at the house, you know, they've all returned <laughs> because it's torrentially raining now. Catherine oh, berates God. Thomason. It's like, you lost Caleb, you know, like, and she begs William to like, go get help at the village, but the horse is gone. The gun is missing because Caleb had it and it's torrentially raining. So Catherine is like, you know, why would you go in the woods? You know, whatever. And finally, mm -hmm. William admits he stole the, the cup and sold it for traps and to sell pelts, which okay. again, seems like that's a great idea. Just tell your wife that. But Catherine is convinced right. the woods are evil. And she says, because you guys went well, she's in the woods. Proven right. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> the problem. <laughs> it's confirming her, her suspicions. Yes. yes. She's saying this all happened because you guys were, go you went to the woods to put these traps down. That's why Samuel got taken. This is all goes back to like, we, we, we've gone into the wilderness. Leaving the villa. And it, we lost. We left the village, went into the, into the woods, and now God has done this to us. And yes. she strikes William, and then just breaks down sobbing. She's also like again somebody who, in modern days, you would have go to grief counseling. You know what yes, I mean? Like absolutely. But also pragmatically, she's not wrong. They shouldn't be out there. The horse is gone. The gun's gone. You got to go back and just like beg right. both for can, them to both take things you can in. be true. Yeah. Yes. And this is to me. I'm going back. I'm you know right now. This is this movie's not going any further. We are packing up and we are going over to the village. So, but that night they kind of calm down. They hunker down in the rain and Catherine is even kind to Thomason. And it's like trying to be nice because they're all like so exhausted and distraught from Caleb mm -hmm. going missing. And Thomason goes to bed down the ghost, which I think just means to feed the goats. But she goes out and while she's there, it's she finds Caleb totally naked, delirious in the rain. And she takes him and they bring him inside. And she and Catherine put him to bed and tend to him but they do so by bleeding him. So they cut his forehead and bleed it into a bowl. Oh, God. And William, because again, this is before people knew you could talk about your feelings and what to do. He goes out and he yes. just chops more logs in the rain. So we're just chopping right. logs and praying. Chopping and praying. What is Caleb's vibe? He is uh, hallucinating, babbling. Okay. You know, like, he's unconscious, but then when he comes, when he comes to, he is reciting... Um, like mm. uh, scripture, and he's in sort of a religious ecstasy. Like he's okay. just like he can see God. He's like, bring me the kisses of your mouth. Like in a way that like a lot of Catholic, at least I mean I'm sure another Christian tradition too. But like sure. religious ecstasy feels like sexual ecstasy. So he's sort of yes. like, you know, like he's like thrilled. He's, he's like, like in love, up. sort of. Yeah. yeah. And so meanwhile, the next day, Mercy and Jonas play with Black Philham Philip. And um, they say to Thomason, like, oh, Black Philip says that you put the devil in Caleb in the woods, and that's why he's sick. And um, also, this is your fault, and also you lost Samuel. And Thomas is like, could you just lay off me for one second? For God's sake! <laughs> like, my life is already bad enough. Look where we fucking live, you know? Like, you can't blame me for everything. Right. Unfortunately, um, this is all happening there in the goat shed, and Thomason attempts to milk the nanny goat, Flora, and she goes to milk her, and blood comes out. 
So no. now, what are the goats? So at least they had milk before. Now there's just blood coming out. So now there's that's like blood. another another uh, brick being taken out of the house that is them surviving in the wilderness. Yes, yes. Um, so at Caleb's bedside, Catherine says, this looks like witchcraft to me. This is like, do you remember when John uh, Crump's son, the, that first winter, he was bewitched with Indian magic. I, this is not a normal illness. And William mm. is like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're You and I, we're going to take the corn tomorrow. We're going to take the corn and the goats. Mm-hmm. We're going to sell them mm-hmm. in the village. Okay. Okay. We are going to get a job for Thomason and we're going to get a doctor for Caleb. Yes. And we are going to figure this out. And if we ha- if These I are- have to go back there and eat shit... You know, he doesn't say it outright, but there's her like, I will go and ask for help. And we it's will. Wor- it's worth it yes. for the survival of the family. <laughs> and Catherine's like, no, I don't. I want to go home. And he's like, well, we are home. And she's like, I want to go back to England. It's like, okay, well, we got to start somewhere. You know, we got to start yeah. with the village, you know. Yeah. And Catherine tries to explain to him, like, when I was Thomason's age, when I had, like, when I thought of Christ's love, it was, like, this more, like, potent, beautiful, burning love than, like, any husband could be, like, and now since Samuel died, I feel nothing. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like my heart is a stone, and I feel like I'll never have that kind of love again. And William says, well, you'll have it in heaven, which, again, is not what you want to hear. And, and, you know, it's just not helpful. Oof. No. But William has um, Mercy and Jonas help him, like, pick the corn, the, the salvageable corn. And uh, Catherine and Thomas and shuck it when they hear a scream. And... Mm. Caleb is awake and he's screaming and he's screaming about a woman just like her. It's like, she did this to me. She put her devils on me. We yes. know that he's met a witch in the woods. However, the family interprets mm-hmm. it to mean Thomason because they're like, what other woman was he with? Right. Caleb starts vomiting and he vomits out an entire whole apple with a bite taken out of it. What? And Mercy and Jonas are like, they, Thomason told us that she was the witch. She said, you know, like, they're blaming her for, like, Caleb's sickness and Sam's disappearance. So they immediately turn on Thomason. And William no. has Thomason get down on her knees and vow that she is not a witch, which she isn't. And she, yeah. she's like, I'm not. I will take any vow. I will pray to Jesus. And they all pray. And Mercy, this is why Mercy and Jonas are the true villains of this story. But also, I guess their parents are stupid yes. to, like, take everything literally and true. But isn't right. that the story of religion? Like, you, you can't have religion without the element of, like, okay, but this isn't literally true. Because if it was right. literally true, of course then she's the witch and we should burn her or whatever. It's just that right. that's not a real thing. Except in yes. this movie suggests, what if it is a real thing? Because we've seen there's a witch no. in the woods. There is a witch. So there is a witch. Unfortunately, it's sort of like it's both. There both is a witch and also we are watching a witch trial in the family. You know, yes. so she's being blamed for an actual witch's. She's she's getting the raw end of the deal. She doesn't get to have the powers, and and, and whatever, be able to fly to broom. She just right. has to deal with her family thinking she's a witch and like essentially losing her one of her brothers and making her other brother sick. Yes. And suddenly, Jonas and Mercy can't remember their prayers, and they fall on the ground. They're writhing around, which is very like Salem witch, witch trials, where it's sort of like, yes. oh well, they're acting weird, so you must have done it. And you're a witch. It's like okay, but. This is like, we're already in a hysterical, depressed, awful state. So, like, when the kids yes. start acting weird, it's like, yeah, this is why therapy exists. Or, like, this is right. why we, we look at, like, just because we feel something does not mean it's real, and it doesn't then mean that it's caused by a witch. You know what I mean? Right. We don't need to jump first to witchcraft yes. when we can look around and see that we're all collectively experiencing uh, uh, horrifying, traumatic events. Exactly. And that's perhaps why they, they're not able to think of their prayers. So they're writhing around, yes. and then finally Caleb calls out to Jesus um, in a religious ecstasy, and then he fucking dies in front of them. 
Catherine is, reasonably enough, hysterical, freaking out. And when Thomason tries to help, she screams at her to get out of the house. And Thomason runs out of the house to cry, and William follows her, and he tells her, like, next year, I'm going to plant a wheat field, and we're going to get a dairy cow, and this tree is going to be in bloom. Like, he's, like, this is how great it's going to be. Spoiler alert, William, we're not going to get there. We're not going to get another year on this farm, you know? Yeah. But then he tells her, I saw you, that you stopped your prayers, and I saw, you cause Caleb to be bewitched. I, I know it was you. I saw it in front of you. I, I, I saw them lose their prayers in front, of, in front of me. It must be you. Yeah. Which, again, is not logic or how reality works. No. And this no, is why we have to go all. to school and, like, learn. Yes. And, and learn look things. at things outside of a religious mm-hmm. framework. Objectively. Yes. yes. But also, he's like, if you repent, we'll, we'll just bring you— you will take you on trial at the village. You will be on trial for witchcraft. If you repent and, and apologize and say you did it, then maybe we can get you out of it. Which is why people confess to being witches, because they were told, if you just confess, right. you know, we're you'll be able to get out of this. Whether, yeah. yeah, whether or not that's true, you know. And Thomas right. is like, actually, you know what? Fuck you. I know yeah. you're getting rid of me. I heard you talking last night. You let me take the blame for the cup and for taking Caleb in the woods, even though you had already taken him. And you're not good for anything, and we're all going to die out here, and you're only good at chopping logs. And he's like, okay, well, she clearly is a witch if she's talking yeah. back to me like this. Yeah, how dare you criticize how I'm running this family? Clearly, that is witchcraft. (laughs) Exactly. And then, and she's like, and she says, which is true. It's like, you let mom's, like, idea of what we're doing dominate you. Like, you would never stand up to her. So now, like, this is all going to, like, you might be the nicer parent, but, like, you don't have the wherewithal to stand up to her, like, religious imaginings, you know, which is all true. Mm -hmm. So then, because that's not working, Thomason says, actually, if anyone's a witch, it's Mercy and Jonas. They talked to that goat black Philip all day. Mercy said she was a witch of the woods. Obviously, Mercy was also joking. But, like, Thomason's right. like, okay, well, I'm not taking the fall. It's got to be them. So now, right. William drags her back in the house, and she tells Catherine, you know, he makes her tell Catherine, Mercy and Jonas made a deal with black Philip, and he threatens to kill Jonas with a billy hook. And they all scream. Ooh. William is clearly spiraling. Catherine... Yes. Catherine is like, I I know that Caleb was possessed by the devil. This was witchcraft. And now he's in hell. So now she's got two sons in hell. So yeah. not knowing what to do, William's like, we're okay, I definitely go to the village tomorrow. We need help of some sort. So he boards up Thomason, Caleb, and Mercy into the goat shed with the goats. And he tells Thomason, in the morning, I'm going to take you to the village. You're going to get a job. And you're you're going to get out of the house. Which to me, again, if I'm Thomason, Great. Great. Yeah, no, no I don't want to hang out at home anymore where everybody thinks I'm a witch and keeps killing the children. Exactly, which brings me to my, my next question, Allison. Who will survive? Who will survive? Oof. This feels like one of those movies where not very many people do. So we got Thomason. How we feel about Thomason? I think that she is going to survive and be one of the few people left. And then Mercy and Jonas, the twins, how do we feel about them? I think they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Catherine, the mom? I think Catherine is going to die. And also the father. Yes. And then finally, think, well, maybe, oh, you think the father might survive? Possibly. Okay, I like that. I'll say that he survives just like as a, I don't know, a fun moment for us. Love it. <laughs> and then finally, the star of the show, Black Philip the Goat. I mean, I I need Black Philip to survive. Also, I was look I was like, I know goats aren't cervids, but what are they? And they're caprines. Oh, okay, caprines. I love a caprine. 
Mm, I'm getting. I'm, no, they're bo. Oh, they're bovids. Bovids, like a like, like a bovine. Okay, like a bo- like a cow. day. Yeah, they're ca- they're cow adjacent. Yes, I think they're much cuter than deer. <laughs> they, I guess because they're smaller. They are honorary servants, as Sabrina has said, which I I agree. I completely for for the sake of ruined goats can. Goats are are in the servant world. They definitely are scarier than it's like you can't have a cow be scary. Like that would be very hard. No, like, they're sure just so could, like big like, and gentle. Yeah, yeah. They're shaped like a big like marshmallow. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're gonna pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> Auto Trader. All right, people, we all know the stakes of the 2024 election are high, whether it's keeping the Senate, taking back the House, or stopping Republicans at the state level. If you're ready to make a real difference, sign up for Vote Save America's 2024 volunteer program. And just to make it interesting, we're pitting you against each other. Vote Save America will sort you onto a team east or west, and you'll compete with a community of other volunteers to maximize your impact on the ground with opportunities tailored to you and the causes you care about. The team with the highest volunteering staff could secure the biggest prize of all, the continuation of American democracy. Head to votesaveamerica.com slash 2024 now and get ready to organize or else. This message has been paid for by Vote Save America. You can learn more at votesaveamerica.com. And this ad has not been authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. All right. So finally, while they're boarded up in the goat shed, Jonas and Mercy ask Thompson, are you really a witch? And she says no. And then she asks them, does Black Philip really speak to you? And they don't say anything. Mm. Meanwhile, William and Catherine bury Caleb's body at the edge of the farm, and Catherine gets down in the grave with Caleb's body. And so, of course, William is just oh, chopping logs, weeping, blaming himself, calling out to God to save his family, saying mm. he's infected with the filth of pride, which is kind of true. Like, that is why I mean, we're out here. Yeah. Asking that his children be saved and begging because, like, we cannot, they cannot control their evil natures. So this is very much a religion where people, humans are inherently sinful, and unless you're constantly working to control that, you will sin. And it is hard because, like, humans do do terrible things all the time, oftentimes without really clearly understanding why. Yes, and this is it. So it is hard. It's just like, listen, why why do people do terrible things? I don't know, man, right. but you're not going to figure it out chopping wood. Like, nobody else has figured it yeah. out. I don't think you're going to. It's, yeah, that's not going to solve it. But you're going to be shredded, I imagine. Right, <laughs> and he is, absolutely. He's got that, like, older man strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the night, Catherine wakes up to see Caleb holding Samuel, and Caleb tells her, we've longed to see you. And oh, Catherine God. is, like, you know, losing it, basically. That's why she's seeing this, like, hallucination. And Caleb tells her, I brought, I've brought a book for you, mother. Would you like to read it with me? And Catherine says, oh, yeah, one second, though. I just need to breastfeed Sam. And she starts breastfeeding the baby. Allison, when we see it from our perspective, Catherine is laughing with delight as a crow tears at the flesh of her nipple. (gasps) So there is no baby. It's just a crow ripping her nipple off. And if that wasn't bad enough, out in the goat shed, the kids wake up to find a naked woman drinking from Flora the goat's teat. And they all scream. What's so happening? The goat, the, I hate the witch, this. The witch is clearly in the goat shed. The witch is in the farm. In the morning, Catherine wakes up, and we see, like, one side of her nightgown is all bloody. But William le- walks out of the house. He doesn't even notice her yeah. nightgown. No. And Allison, when he gets outside, 
The goat shed is destroyed. The goats oh are God. disemboweled, eviscerated all over the ground. The twins are full on missing. And Thomason okay. is lying on the ground unconscious. Oh, While no. William is like, takes him and it's like, oh no. Suddenly, Black Philip comes out of nowhere and gorges William, like, <sighs> tears into his torso. And he tries to fight him too ba- like back, but it's the 1630s. You can't recover from that kind of wound. No, 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 no. And finally, he says, corruption, thou art my father. And Black Philip, Philip butts him so hard that he slams into the woodpile and all the logs, which he had been cutting the oh, whole movie, fall on top of him, is. killing him. Well, you hate to see it. Things, <laughs> things have gone from worse to worser. I so, mean, yeah, I can't even imagine what could possibly be to come at this point. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> see. So Thomason goes over William's body to see if she could help, and Catherine runs out of the house and screams, and she's like, you know, and, and she's trying to tell Catherine, like, she came down from the sky, you know, like, this woman oh or something, and Catherine points out that, that it's um, Thomason who has blood on her, literal blood on her hands, ostensibly her, her oh, sibling's no. blood. Right. And Catherine tells Thomason, you bewitched thy brother, thy slut, thou slut. Did, did you not think that I saw thy sluttish looks to him, bewitching his eye as any whore and thy father next? <sighs> right, oh. which is like, oh, girl, you know. It's like, well, again, why, why you need to live in society and not alone. <laughs> yeah, and but also, again, like, if you're a teenage girl, again, in the 1630s, I'm sure everyone's yeah. calling you a whore. Like, you know, yeah. l- unless you're— yep. Yeah, I think there's that's an easy uh, trap to fall into. Yep. And Catherine starts to, like, beat and slap Thomason and saying, like, you took them from me. You know, you took my children. This is all your fault. And while she's pummeling her, Thomason, like, reaches out and grabs a knife, which turns out it is a billy hook, which I did not know, or a okay. bill hook. And she slashes her mom across the face. And her mom oh stops. God. But it, it's not like a serious cut. So her mom starts to strangle her. So then it, just to save her life, Thomason slashes her mother across the throat, killing her. So her mom's blood is like spraying out of her neck onto Thomason's face as her body like collapses on top of her. That so, blood is probably all kinds of gross because she <laughs> was with that crow. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's a good point. I, I, like, I hadn't thought about That's probably that. super diseased blood because I imagine uh, that Crows are disgusting, diseased birds, and it was gnawing on her nipple, so she's probably sick. I like how <laughs> that's the part that you focus on. It's like, oh my god, crow I have blood. to think about like, I yeah, I can't, I can't take in all of this. So yeah, I'll focus on that. <laughs> so Thomason is alone, and she wanders into like sort of the workhouse, and she takes off her dress, so she's just wearing like sort of her like long nightgown type dress, and she collapses. And when she wakes up, it's night again, and she hears bells. And she walks back into the goat shed, and she follows Black Philip inside. And she sits there, and she says, Black Philip, I conjure thee to speak to me. Speak as though, as though sp- uh, spake to Jonas and Mercy. Does thou understand my English tongue? Answer me. And Black Philip says, No. What does thou want? What kind of voice does Black Philip have? A very low melodious, almost like a Tony Todd, like a very seductive, Ooh. low, whispery yes. man's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're it's, it's compelling. It's not like scary. Yes. It's like right, cool. You're like, all right, keep yeah. talking. And he says, "What does that want?" And Thompson says, "What can thou give me?" And he said, which is kind of the iconic line for a movie. He says, "What's the like the taste of butter? A pretty dress. What's thou like to live deliciously?" And Thompson says, 
hell yeah, basically. But she's like, what do I need to do? And he tells her, do you see the book before you? Remove thy shift. So she strips down, but she tells him, I can't write my name. And Black Phillip tells her, I will guide thy hand. Next thing you know, Thomason is walking naked into the woods, followed by Black Phillip. And mm-hmm. and he and she makes her way to a ring of witches, also nude, chanting and writhing, kind of Suspiria style, around the fire. Okay. And as they as she joins them, they're chanting in an occult language, which is interesting because I looked it up. It's a Nakian, which is a real occult language, claiming to be okay. angelic, recorded in the in the journals of John Dee and Edward Kelly in the 16th century England. So this is like two guys who said they like heard about this, you know, made-up occult angelic language and wrote it down, and then it's used in Anakian magic. So I appreciate they could have just had it be random chanting. Anything, yeah. Yeah, but this is a callback to something that probably was, like, something that if the Puritans heard about it would have been very scandalized, you know? Yes. And as they're chanting, they all levitate into the air, including Thomason, and they all laugh and laugh and laugh. And that's the end, Allison. Okay. Now, what? Scary. Yes, terrifying. What are some fatal mistakes you think that people may have made during the film? Fatal mistakes. Living outside of town would be the largest mistake. I think all of this would have been avoided if they had just stayed within the village that they left. Completely. I think lying to your wife about her silver cup. Huge mistake. Yes, yes. That's a... That really sped things up in terms of the deterioration of this family. Um, I have some questions about Black Philip. Lay them on me. I don't know if I can answer them, but go ahead. Okay. Is he like um, like an assistant to the witches? I think the Black, Black Philip is the av- an avatar of the devil. Okay. And, and I don't know whether he always was or if the devil entered him at some mm-hmm. point during the film. But then, so... Oh, I missed this part. So basically when she's signing the book, we see a split second of a man with like these beautiful black leather boots walking in front of her. So I think we're to think Black Philip has, that has now become, or the devil has been manifested as like a well-dressed man of the era. But we don't see him. We just see these shoes walking. We just know it's a person and not a um, bovid. Yeah, it's not a it's not a goat wearing shoes, which would okay. be probably less scary. Yes, much less scary. Depending on the shoes, like if they were little sneakers, yeah. that's not scary. Oh no, that's cute. I'm trying to think of a scary shoe for a goat to wear. I mean, I think in general, like these square toed buckle Puritan pilgrim right. shoes are scary shoes. <laughs> I agree because then it's like, what are you, what are you going for with this? You know what I mean? Like, what a look! It's it's a real it's a choice. So that would be a scary shoe for a goat. Yes, but I think we're to think, yes, Black okay. Philip is so Black a Phillip manifestation is the of the devil. He's not, he's not like just some helper. Um. Yeah, again, I don't know, but this is, I think it's like she had to sign her name in this book and that is her signing her soul to the devil. And I think and that makes in this her a moment, witch. and that makes her a witch. Didn't realize there was going to be paperwork involved. Oh yeah, there, this, I think that's a real common thing is like you sell your soul to the devil, like you have to like then sacrifice you have to fill out a baby. All these well, you know, that's that's how we've always done things. You gotta yeah, put your name on right. something. You're John Hancock. Even even before America was America, it was still just trapped in bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen those like um I don't know what era they're from, but like ancient um like wooden tablets and it's basically like different merchants being like, I sold 
They're like, I bought two cubits of copper from you and this is low-grade copper. Like somebody had to go through <laughs> no, and like n- nail this and have it delivered. Like they were having the same oh, arguments God. we were having. But like, it, it just, but it it just took funny. like probably a month to record it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that she signed her, so- her soul over the devil. But okay. then at the end, did seem like she was having some fun with the witches. I mean, they seem like kind of a cool crew. Yeah. You know, it's like the hot girls. You want to hang out. They're cool and popular. It does imply that she will eventually have to steal a baby and mush it up and rub it on herself to gain powers. Yeah. That part doesn't sound as fun. But like the night partying and like getting to hang out with Black Phillip and have chats and about having butter one day. And that sounds pretty good. Certainly much better than her life before. Yes. Yes. I think for her, it is uh, an upgrade. Um, and then my question to you is, would thou, li- would thou like to live deliciously? What would Black Philip have to offer you in order for you to sign away your soul to the devil? And, but then you could also get flying powers, apparently. I mean, flying, I guess, I don't know. I have a fear of heights. So I don't know that flying is like really, I would, teleportation is a. Right. I would like teleportation skills where what I can just like. What if you could fly, but you're only like 12 feet over the ground? How would, how would that? It, that, that? I may as well just walk. I don't think so. But very, what is cool and the other was just walking. <laughs> but I feel like, it's like there's still a lot of buildings and trees. Like, it's not like I'm just like easily able to like hop. Like, I would still have to maneuver a lot. What if, what if Black Phillip was able to give you an airplane? I mean, commercial, private? Like, what is, what kind a of private. plane? Do, he's the do devil. I have to fly it? Do I have to fly it? No. It Black has Phillip a pilot. Dri- yeah, it, the, the okay. pilot well, he's, is, if pilot's he's driving. A little, the pilot's a little goat. Um, imagining him doing the um, <laughs> pilot. It's like, and if you look to your left, you're going to see the Grand Canyon. <laughs> and maybe it has to be an invisible, it's going to be an invisible jet like Wonder Woman's plane. Like Wonder Woman? Because yeah. you can't have the Puritan see it. So yes, he's giving you an invisible plane driven by a goat pilot. Would you sign I think your- I would do it. Yeah, me too. Especially back like, then. Like now. He, I, I, I mean, they didn't even not, know what planes but. were. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's where do you even go though? In 1630, there were like nine places. <laughs> He's like, do you want to see the world? But I guess if because there's only nine places, seeing even one other one was probably extremely exciting. Like seeing anywhere that wasn't your town would have been like, oh my God, you know? Yeah, it would have been like such a... I have a question. Are the witches immortal? Like, is she going to live forever? What I took from the killing the baby and rubbing herself, like she was like an ancient crone and then she rub the baby's blood on her, and then next time we see her, she's beautiful. I think okay. it's very similar to the Hocus Pocus um, mythology. I see. Which is you have to either kill or steal the soul of a child in order to maybe not live forever, but live longer than you should. So I think if you okay. are willing to do what you have to do, yes, you could potentially be nearly immortal. Okay. Would you do it for immortality? I don't know. That seems like a lot of work. At some point, you got to get bored. A lot of work. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's that's where the whole idea of a witch But then I guess apart. you could just stop participating yeah. in the things that keep you alive forever. That's true. Um, I was just going to say, like, unlimited Diet Coke. I think I would yeah, be Yeah, that tempted. would be, that I also would say um, having a personal assistant, I don't have to pay. Okay. Not that I don't have one now, but I'm just saying, like, I was just lamenting the other day. I was like, oh, I wish someone would just do all this other shit I for know. me. I don't want to do it. That's why and it's like, yeah, it's like you get to an age, you're like, I wish I had an assistant. I just wish I had an assistant. Just all kinds of dumb stuff I don't want to deal with. Um, so maybe that 
if my assistant could be Black Philip, then we'd really be somewhere. I think so. I think he's capable yeah. of it. I was just saying, like, so. oh, if you were a Puritan, what would you think of Diet Coke? But it remind, there's like a meme where it was like Idris Elba sort of coughing and choking when he was on that Hot Ones, like the Hot Wing show. Mm-hmm. And the meme was like me giving a pure, a pilgrim uh, a sip of Sprite from McDonald's. And there is something, oh like, God. if you grew up back then, like, if you can't even have butter, like, the idea of having a Diet Coke, you, like, your, your head would explode. Yeah, it would be like, you, mm. you would be like, this is witchcraft. Right, exactly. Diet Coke right. would seem like, you know, of of the witches. Which, honestly, it is. It's <laughs> like, it's so good. Yeah, unlimited Diet Coke and maybe a, a free personal assistant. Yes. The bar is pretty low for us. Listen, I'm, but also, I'm imagining this from if we are in that era. And to me, yeah. anything to not live on a farm yeah. in this situation, I'm like, what do you What do you got? One apple? Okay, good. Like, to me, that would be enough to be like, I can't. Right. Either I do this or I live here for the rest of my life, then I'm going to go with Black Phillip. Sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like running water would be. <laughs> would oh, be. clean running water, uh, shampoo, Yes. Any soap. kind of skincare, soap, mm-hmm. TV, some kind a of computer, menstrual Wi-Fi. management plan, which I'm sure didn't <laughs> Wait, a exist. A diva cup. Yeah, exactly. A diva cup. Anything. A, Anything. a, a, a road, a, a movie theater, you know, like <laughs> Blu-ray. A clock. I don't know. Like a, a clock. <gasps> or just food, because they were also like starving. Yeah, food. So just, any like, food. just any food. Just and I guess food. she really couldn't have showed up to the village. Like, they'd be like, what happened to the rest of your family? And they'd be like, oh, um, uh, here's the thing. All dead. A witch killed them, and then Black Phillip also helped. And also, uh, you know, like, what could you... They would have put on trial for that, I imagine. Wait, so the twins... Disappear. Just disappear. And that's like a wrap on them. Like, we don't see what happened, but we're just to assume, like, they're gone and you don't want to know. Yeah, that's what I... They're not, I think- like, part of the coven as well. No, I think that probably the witches ate them. Yeah, that sounds right. Because they were young. Yeah. Maybe not babies, but they were definitely... You could use them for something. Something. All right. And then finally, where would you place the witch on the spooky scale? A spooky scale. I mean, there's so many scenes that will haunt me without having even seen them. Um, I think like an eight and a half. Okay, great. I'm going to start implementing uh, half points to... I love it. ...create a little more nuance within the spooky scale. Um, you know what? I'm going to give it an eight and a half, too. I feel like that's very fair. Oh, wow. It's very scary. And beyond it, a beautifully made film, really, like, unnerving. And when you do see those moments, like, when you first see the... When you see the, the witch with the mortar and pestle and you realize that she's mushing up the baby... It's so scary and so awful. That's and it happens so, so early. Upset. Yeah. And the best part That's about like the this first movie, thing. The best part about this movie, it is 92 minutes long. That is Oof. how long a horror movie is supposed to be. That's how long movie. every movie should be. Yeah. If it's under two hours, I'll allow it. But there is, I, and I, the Superior was really long and I did like that. So I understand there's some exceptions to the rule. But for of the course. most part, this was, they moved it along. And that's all you need. You don't need to have yeah. it be two and a half hours and no, drag things out, no. you know? The average movie should be around 90 minutes. Absolutely. That's just what it should be. That's the that's the attention span I have at this point for film. Completely. And they they nailed it. So, guys, thank you so yeah. much for um, listening to The Vavitch. The Vavitch. And A New England fairy tale? Is that the subtitle? A New England subtitle? fairy tale, yeah. Yuck. That is awful. <laughs> So scary. <laughs> and for all we know, Thomason's still out there flying around, taking people's babies. 
Consorting with the devil. Doing all kinds of stuff. Just kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. Well, I think the only thing we really have left to do is to tell you to... uh, Sell our soul to Black Phil... Oh, sorry. I mean... Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And please, until next week, keep Keep it spooky. spooky. Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. And hey, you know, while you're at it, why don't you live deliciously? Yeah, live deliciously. Yeah. Go have some butter. Have fun. Have a pretty dress. Go see the world. (laughs) 